You're listening to the Service Design Podcast. I'm David Morgan, Service Designer at Night Moves, and together with my colleague Stina van Hoof, we're bringing you a bonus episode recorded at the Global Service Design Conference organized by the Service Design Network. As we walked around the conference area, we interviewed a mix of speakers, guests, and organizers from around the world. We hope you enjoy this small extract from the wonderful conference. So we've just arrived here at the uh, service design conference. Um, people are arriving, they're having coffee. Um, I'm looking forward to get started. What, what are you looking forward to, Stina? Uh, there are a couple of things I'm looking forward to. I'm uh, really interested in the, in the different projects we will hear. So I really hope to see um, people from different cultures, from different types of design agencies or even other organizations uh, to talk about projects they did and talk about uh, people they met and what was uh, difficult, what was easy in the project. So really learn from experiences. That, w- that is what I'm really looking forward to. And you're going to be hosting a workshop yourself, aren't you? Yes, very excited about that as well. So we're going to... Um, What's it about? We're going to introduce uh, our uh, workshop game, which we designed. It's called Kingdom. And Kingdom is a card game that uh, helps people in uh, organizing better workshops. So it has different cards with different visuals that uh, help people in telling stories about their services. And also it really helps people collaborating on something together. And we're going to try it out here with some service designers. I'm very interested in their feedback. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that uh, workshop too thing I'm also really looking forward to is uh, meeting some people in real life. Uh, we met some people uh, through uh, the internet, of course, for this podcast. Uh, there's Jesse, there's Simone, uh, and we're going to be able to meet them in real life here too. So uh, that's something I'm really looking forward to myself. Yeah, me too, actually. I'm really excited about that as well. Uh, is there something you would like to know from them? Well, I'm, we talked to Simone a bit about the projects she did for the UAE government and uh, her presentation during this conference is going to be a bit more about that, uh, that project. So I'm really curious just to hear more about that, that project, how that went. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay, we're going to go around and uh, talk to some of the people that we are here at the conference. It seems to be a very diverse bunch of people, so uh, let's see who we run into. So, uh, Stina, we just saw the first round of presentations here at this conference. What did you think? I was super interesting already. A lot of diversity, I thought, like people from China talking about service design. Uh, you see there is, of course, there's differences due to the culture, but still a lot of similarities on what's important. Yeah, very inspiring. Yeah, I, I agree. It was really, uh, really interesting. The Chinese uh, presentation, uh, that was a, a completely new story to me. It was great to see how they really took Chinese philosophy, a Chinese ways of thinking and transforming uh, service design into their own method. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also uh, remembered the uh, insight from uh, Spotify that she was approaching uh, people in a different way, like not um, involving people as stakeholders, but as partners. I really believe in that as well, that uh, yeah, you work together on a project and everyone has a say. Uh, yeah, I really liked uh, how she approached that. Yeah, that struck a chord uh, with me as well, because we are guilty of using the word stakeholders, definitely. And uh, I think it's much nicer to think about people as partners. Uh, yeah, not exactly. stakeholders. Yes. All right, let's go around the room and see what uh, the other people thought of the presentations today. Yes. Here we are with uh, Birgit Mager, uh, who we saw give a really interesting presentation just now. Um, Birgit, what 
struck me very much is how enthusiastic you came across on stage. You've been working in service design for a, a long time, um, but it's like you were somebody who freshly discovered service design. Why do you think that is? How do you keep that enthusiasm? Well, I love what I do and I see it grow and I see it uh, differentiate and I see it grow more mature and maybe it is a little bit like parents love their children and you don't lose your enthusiasm for your child once it turns 18, I hope. Uh, so maybe it's a little bit like that. Even though I don't like to regard myself as the mother of service design, I think it was a, a community that gave birth to this. But I was part of this, um, this uh, generation of people who brought this to life and I thoroughly enjoy how it grows and how it gets better and better every time. Yes. How would you like your, uh, as a mother, maybe a little bit, uh, see your child uh, grow? What do you think in the future uh, will happen? Like, a lot is already changing, of course. But well, to say it in a very generalistic way, I would like to see service design to contribute to the quality of life. And that means to reduce ecological problems by reducing the amount of products that we produce and display, uh, replacing them by services that create value for us. I would like to use service design to create better policies so that governments are in better relationship with their citizens and uh, that public services really only also meet the uh, poor people and make sure that social equity in our society is uh, uh, achieved. And of course I would like to see service design grow mature to be uh, in the boardrooms. I remember that conference we had in San Francisco from uh, scratchbook to boardrooms. I loved that title. And I still, we are, I think we are still on our journey. And uh, when my child or our child grows old, I would like it to sit in the boardrooms and do business as unusual. Uh, so not walk with the with the crowd, not think like the streamliners, but always make sure to 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 reframe the systems and nudge people to look at things in a different way. Yes. Okay, well, thanks a lot, uh, Birgit. I'm going to let you enjoy uh, the rest of the conference and uh, see you around. Thank you. Hi, uh, Eric. I have a couple of questions for you as a host. You probably know what's going to happen the next day. Is there something you are really looking forward to? Something you really uh, hope uh, is going to happen on the conference and uh, people are going to be really enthusiastic about? Um, wow, that's a good question. Um, we have we have so many um, interesting speakers that it's it's going to be hard to find one recurring theme, right? And to, to hope for one thing. Um, but in general, what I see in the community is a really great leap in professionalization. Like we have made so much progress over the last year. I think we've made double the progress as compared to the year before, right? So our growth curve is just exponentially going. And the interesting thing about that is that you see different methods, different tools, different approaches, different sorts of companies applying service design. So um, a huge increase in adoption. And on the other hand, you see a, a, a spreading out. And, it's, and, it, and it, it is also a spreading thin. Everyone is using a little bit of service design, right? Mm -hmm. So, again, like we discussed in the panel just now, on the one hand, you have this deepening of the field. On the one hand, you have this broadening of the field. And that's an interesting challenge. And I think most of the speakers see that challenge and are, are dealing with it in their own way. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's actually growing in all directions, like uh, different industries, but also the, it's getting more mature, more professional. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. Yes, okay. And that's, and that's really, really great. But we have... So we have talks from Google, we have talks from Engine, we have uh, really, really great uh, breakout sessions now from, from people from the field, you know, sharing their daily practice with us. We have some really great masterclasses and workshops later on. Uh, so yeah, it's enough to enjoy. And uh, yeah. uh, Were you also here uh, the first edition of the Service Design Conference? I couldn't make it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't, don't dare to admit it, but I couldn't make it that day. I was I was part of I, w I saw it happen and I of course I really wanted to go because by that time I was already practicing service design, um, but I wasn't there. No. No, I think uh, we, we can, had a great start to the day uh, uh, to the conference. I think we all felt uh, the uh, audience was really captivated through the talks. Uh, what did you think of the the first talks that you saw this morning? Uh, I think they were they were really great. It was a really good opening of the conference. Um, I loved Holger because he comes from a pure product background and he talks about service design as the next wave 
for automotive design. I think it really challenges us to understand this experiential contextual quality of user experiences and to learn to design those. Um, uh, Birgit really sets the stage for the next level of professionalization, right? We have to really upper ante and we have to, um, to, to check each other on professionalism and, and keep the standard very, very high, you know? You're not, uh, it's not enough to make a journey map that doesn't turn you into a service designer, right? We have to really understand how to infuse the business. Um, then Katie was great because she talks about keeping it lo-fi and partnering and she really talks about this infusion of service design into the business, not owning it, it's not a department, it's not something you can do behind closed doors. Uh, I really love that vision um, and I think we're a bit vain here and there, we should really um, you know, adapt to the, the fast speed of Agile and Lean, otherwise we don't play a role. And last but not least, um, Kathy and, and, and Jean, who did a great job in showing us that it's not Europe who's setting the pace, right? It's China. So really, really cool. Yeah, yeah I also think that was super interesting. Like the stories from the other side of the world. Yeah, and amazing, huh? there are some really big differences in culture, but still the like the basis, it's about people yeah. and it's about the strategy, the culture. That's still I want to go the there. Same. I, yeah. I, I want to work there. Yeah, I really want to see uh, <laughs> yeah. how they are approaching yeah. it yeah, and yeah, experience nice. it as well. Yeah, yeah nice. very nice. Good that you're here. <laughs> okay, well, thanks a lot. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll run into you later this conference and uh, yeah. good luck with the rest. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. So we're standing here with uh, Katie Koch from uh, Spotify. Uh, we just saw her give a very interesting presentation. Um, what really struck a chord with us when we were listening to your presentation was uh, talking about uh, being fast, being agile, being lean. Uh, could you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure, which part of it? <laughs> yeah, how do you see uh, service design uh, working uh -huh. together with agile, lean uh, yeah. methodologies? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the biggest challenge that we have, especially in an, in an industry that's sort of on the cutting edge, is being able to move very quickly. And service design, of course, historically, we want to take the time that we need to really understand the problem and take the time we need to make the right artifacts that are clear and concise and elegant. And I think all of those values are still values that I hold. Um, but when we're in an organization that's moving really fast, people are going to keep making things, whether you're there with a vision for them or not. Um, and so by staying low fidelity and bringing the right people into the conversation, we can actually um, cut a lot of time from our process by getting those questions answered up front and having everybody understand what we're trying to do from the beginning. How do you manage to... Uh not lose the uh, overall overview of a, of a service because you said you focus on uh, certain parts of a, of a customer journey. How do you make sure that you're still all working on the same uh, experience? Yeah, I, th I think a lot of it is sort of teaching over time. Um, one part of the equation for me is creating the right um, frameworks. So even if we don't necessarily have like the heralded artifact, we're all operating with the same uh, understanding of how this how the service works. Um, we we can all have the same mindset and the same mental model when we're approaching work. Um, and and then I think the other part of it too is just getting people together um, so that you're not working in those silos. Mm -hmm. So when when possible, I try to bring in people working on our auto team, for example. You know, they're thinking really deeply about what happens in the car but it's helpful for them to jump in and maybe do a sketching session with me to understand the problems that I'm tackling in payments. Um, because even though they're totally different moments in the user experience, they're still connected. Mm -hmm. And so we can start to build up that awareness of what the other one is doing as well. Okay. Very interesting. Thank you. Hi. Uh, what's your name? Haitim Anagor. Okay. And where do you work? Uh, I'm a service uh, design director in UN Designs. I originally, it's an uh, architecture firm, and uh, we transformed the um, firm to uh, be a first provider to service design and product design in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Actually, we, we, we don't have this uh, service or business sector in Egypt and maybe in Middle East. Uh, so uh, we, we, we have to market lead the, um, this sector and be the pioneers. Mm. And how is that going? Is that a challenge to get yeah. service design sold? 
Actually, we, we, we just starting nine months ago, and very challenging because we have a lot of problem in our country. Um, and I think it, it will be um, very successful and very efficient if we apply this service and uh, process for design thinking and service design. Yeah. And what kind of projects are you working on? Actually, we're starting with um, uh, healthcare projects about cancer. We, we turn on uh, with the doctor uh, working w with the philosophy of uh, eating healthy and lifestyle. Uh, and how to uh, heal your problem with this uh, lifestyle We're from uh, eating healthy and uh, green juice and then we're working on the business model uh, for this uh, project. Cool, very cool. And did you already learn some uh, interesting things today? Yeah, very very interesting. Very interesting sessions and uh, actually the, mo the most important thing is uh, networking, um, know more people from all over the world. Uh, and that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I find on this conference more than on other conferences, people are really eager to uh, get to know each other, to network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very, it's very successful event. It's, this is my first time to attend the SDN, and this is my first time here in Amsterdam. And very nice city, and very lovely people, and very kind people, friendly. Everything is, um, my experience here is very good, actually. <laughs> okay, All right, great. well, I hope your experience stays so great and uh, enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you, thank you. Thank enjoy. You. Thank you. Hi, welcome here. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, can I ask you first where you're from? Because your name uh, doesn't sound familiar, familiar to me. <laughs> um, I'm from Indonesia. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And uh, you? Uh, I came from Japan. Wow. Did you guys meet each other here at the conference? Uh, <laughs> we, we actually met through the Service Design Network. Ah, uh, cool. We met in Tokyo a couple yeah. of months ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, and how have you been enjoying the conference so far? It's great. Uh, I think it's very diverse. So um, you don't get inspiration only from you know, a certain sector, but from uh, like many sectors, so it's quite interesting. Yeah. Yes. Which uh, sector are you in yourself? I'm from agency. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm running my company in Tokyo, and so I'm promoting service design in Japan. And so that's so yeah, I got many inspiration to how to promote mm -hmm. service design yeah. to various people. And how is it in uh, Tokyo? Is it already popular service uh, design? Actually, the the word service design is not so popular, but so. Most of companies are interested in service design thinking, and mm -hmm. so you know there are a lot of manufacturing companies in Japan, so that they are now struggling with how change their business from product to service, and so that many companies are interested in service design way of thinking. Yeah. We saw in the presentation this morning that uh, service design in China, for instance, is very different from in the West. Uh, how would you say service design? is particular in in Japan yeah so we have very similar concepts so because yeah uh, actually so we are uh, service design agencies are uh, localized Western service design concept into Japanese market and culture but so as she says so our way of thinking is not linear. I, I don't mean so Western is linear, but so Japanese way of thinking is kind of very uh, like system thinking approach. Yeah. So that's so I, I yeah. So I'm going to make a Japanese yes concept of service design. Yeah, cool. How is it in uh, Indonesia? What do you think uh, the differences are and the biggest challenges in Indonesia for uh, service design? I think we face similar challenges with um, applying service design everywhere. Um, it's still, it's still in its infancy. Uh, it's a very new uh, discipline in Indonesia. Yeah. And um, I guess in terms of differences, the thing is, I, I I wouldn't say that service design in West and East is that different in terms of mindset. It's the same. It's basically um, cre uh, creating something based on the needs of uh, the people you're designing yeah. for, right? Yeah. So in terms of mindset, it's different, but the way we translate it, so the more practical stuff, uh, that's where the difference lies. Okay. Um, how you ask questions or um, yeah. how you create a certain framework. 
but all in all it's pretty much similar yeah, it's in, in my all opinion. about uh, people but the people yeah. are probably a little bit uh, different in uh, culture and uh, yeah, the yeah, way yeah, you exactly. approach uh, each other yeah. Yeah, yeah cool and where do you work um, I work for Pulse Lab Jakarta, so it's actually an innovation lab uh, that was established by the government of Indonesia and the United Nations. So uh, we mostly do data analytics, but we also have recently ventured into the area of service design, but we almost exclusively work uh, with local government to uh, improve their public services. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, guys, and uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference. Yes, thank you. <laughs> hey, Kevin, good to uh, run into you again. You were with us uh, at the uh, Kingdom uh, workshop. Uh, what are you doing now? Right now, I am uh, giving away biscuits and sweets and chocolates and breath mints and band-aids to anyone who passes by as they go into the <laughs> menu. Okay. Uh, excellent. Did people already need uh, this band-aids? I've given away one band-aid today. Yes? Yeah, okay. somebody had a sore finger with an old <laughs> band-aid, so I gave them a fresh one. <laughs> okay, and what else have you been doing uh, at the conference so far? Uh, well, I'm a volunteer, so um, like, like you said, this morning I was with you um, in, your, in your workshop with your design game. Um, and uh, other than that, I'm actually now clear for, for the rest of the conference, so I'm hoping to go and catch the uh, closing keynotes and the, and the last uh, few speeches. Yeah. And were you already able to see some other uh, talks or workshops? Yeah, on the first day, the first morning, I was there the whole morning, I was clear, so I got to see the, the first three presentations on the panel. Yes, so what do really you think good. about it? Yeah, it's really interesting to, uh, to see the uh, direction of, uh, of, of service design and, 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 the f and the way that service design itself can be applied across almost every sector. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, what, is there a particular talk you're still looking forward to that's coming up later today? I think the keynote uh, towards the end... And, I'm ashamed to say that I've forgotten the speaker, but I remember making a mental note that um, I should look, be looking forward to that. Okay, right. cool. And about what do you like about being a volunteer here? What What is your experience so far? Uh, I well, I'm, in, I'm inherit, well, inherit, inherently helpful, is how I describe myself. I just like to make people kind of happy, welcoming, sort of put on a service, practice being nice and polite to somebody. Because um, in the end of the day, I, I want to be, become a service designer one day, so I can just make people more happy. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a great skill to have as yeah, a service I designer. <laughs> I think uh, important assets for service designers. Yeah, okay, definitely. Thanks a lot, Kevin, uh, and enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, we're standing here with one of the volunteers of the conference. Uh, could you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm, I'm Maya Macbeth, and I'm a volunteer and a graduate from the Glasgow School of Art. What, uh, what do you do as a volunteer for the conference? Um, so I've mainly been helping with the registration, making sure that people have the tickets to the right nights and know where to go. So informing people about what's on. Did you enjoy that so far? Uh, it's good. It's good yeah. fun. You, there's a lot of opportunities of talking to people and there's a starting point for conversation. So yeah, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. So you're actually uh, already networking while, uh, while you're working here? Yeah, to a certain extent, yes. Do you get to see any talks or workshops yourself? Yes, um, so they're, they're really good at making sure that we don't work too much and also see a lot of the talks. So I went to two of the breakout sessions yesterday, which I enjoyed a lot. Yes, what did you learn from those sessions? Um, I went to the grassroots one first, which was interesting because I, for my dissertation, I looked into um, design and design in different cultures and whether we should adopt social responsibilities in other countries where we don't know the culture. So it was quite interesting to see projects happening. So there was one in Indonesia and one in Jordan by Italian, two Italian, well, two Italian guys presenting it with an Italian company. So it was really interesting to see how that is actually taken shape in reality today and also in the different cultures it's uh, where are you from yourself uh, i'm half german half scottish okay that's so interesting as well accent <laughs> <laughs> oh i think you sound uh, you sound perfectly with your english <laughs> well I, I i believe i can express myself and mostly they say it's charming i just believe i don't have an accent uh, we've been finding the very international uh, aspect of this conference very interesting too, uh, like the, the presentation we all saw yesterday at the start about uh, the ladies from China. Uh, it's been very interesting seeing how service designers uh, apply differently around the world. Um, 
you have to think there's differences even between the countries in Europe in the way service design could be applied? Um, well, I'm sort of exploring that at the moment because like, my main base has been in the UK up to now. So but I'm, I was always... I believe there wasn't that much service design in Germany, which is completely false. But all the big companies that I knew about weren't um, from Germany. So it's for me really interesting to see that it is actually happening. So I feel I don't have a big enough view of that yet to have a proper opinion on it. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot and enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you. Thank you. So we're walking around outside here in the conference uh, area and we've uh, run into these guys with a camera set up interviewing somebody. Uh, could you please uh, tell us what, what are you doing? Where are you from? Okay. Uh, hello, my name is Diane Shen. I'm from a Taiwan chapter and next to me is Arthur. Yeah, yeah he's from a Taiwan chapter team as well. And what exactly we are doing here is uh, we are trying to connect um, Taiwan and Amsterdam and with the global service design community um, just to get rid of those time zone issues and location issues to make them feel a little bit about what's going on here. And uh, as we know, because we have been participating in the service design community for years and we knew that there are a lot of good content here and good people here. And we wish that they can all be here, but it's not possible. So we are trying to bring uh, good people, good discussions, and good debates uh, online. So they can just uh, uh, read about it and listen about it. And they will be interested in joining us uh, maybe a little bit later. That's wow, what I'm doing. Really interesting. Can we also find your uh, discussions and uh, your other interviews somewhere? In Chinese? Oh, it's in Chinese. Okay. You know, the broadcasting is uh, in English, of course. Yes. We, we wrote a little bit like niblets in Chinese just to get people interested. And actually, this entire idea is initiated by Arthur here. And he's a big fan of those weird uh, gadgets. Uh, so <laughs> can you share like uh, why you started this idea in the very beginning? So actually, this is the idea that we call server design lunch. So that means grab a lunch and have a chat, and then we just do live video. So that means the people can physically come together, have lunch, chat with our server design, but also you can join online virtually with your lunch alone, but you've got some juicy things that are in front of your th uh, screen. And uh, so that's the idea. And so for this time, we are doing a special addition normally that is a lunch time but right now it's not really lunch time and uh, also this back to taiwan is dinner time actually so that's kind of things and also we are doing the interview not chatting so that's kind of special but definitely it's just create a content back to taiwan so people are interested about server design they can have access for that Wow, that's really interesting. And we have the, the guy you were interviewing just now here as well. Uh, could you introduce yourself? I, I'm the guy that was being interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my, my name is Jamin Hegeman. I'm the head of design for Capital One's Financial Services Division, and I'm on the management team for the Service Design Network, and I lead the event strategy. All right. And how have you been enjoying the conference so far? Uh, it's great. I mean, this is my... Eighth, ninth, whatever we're on right now, wow. conference. So, second time in Amsterdam. I've been to all of them, and uh, this is for sure the the one that's running the smoothest. I think we we hit everything uh, everything equally well, and uh, hope to repeat it again next year. Yeah. So both service design as the conference in itself is getting a lot more mature. Uh, I'm seeing here. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> They were asking me about the, the conference theme, business is unusual, and how we, we came up with that. And uh, part of it is that the, the maturity, it is definitely maturing, and business is being disrupted. It's not quite business as usual, but uh, it's, uh, it's getting there. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, you guys. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. <laughs> enjoy the rest of your conference. Yeah, enjoy. Bye. Hi, uh, we just saw this gentleman coming out from the conference area. Could you please uh, introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Simon from the Oslo School of Architecture and Design in Oslo. Mm -hmm. All right, and what brings you to a service design conference? I teach service design and I research service design and I'm head of a few service design uh, projects. And I just wanted to update myself on what's happening in the agency world and, and the business side of service design. Oh, wow. 
Cool. What kind of courses do you teach? We have a full-time master in service design and we have some bachelor courses and we have executive courses and lots of PhDs at the moment doing service design PhDs. How long has uh, this master been around? Since 2005. Oh wow, that's wow. already long, uh, that's long time. That's so. longer than I, I realize. Yeah, it's it's a little hidden uh, oasis in Oslo of service design. But uh, it was it started as a part time uh, part of a master course, and now it's a full master course. So anybody out there listening would, who wants to do a full master, they can come to Oslo. <laughs> where where do they find uh, information online? If you go to the uh, website, which is aho.no. You'll find it. Okay. What are you taking back from the conference to the university? Oh, that's a difficult one. I think what I'm taking back is uh, how surf design is becoming infused into organizations and the alignment within organizations and how difficult that is. And the question of how far designers should go in terms of developing business models, organizational design, or how they sh- more how they should collaborate with others. It's like how much they do themselves and how much they should do with others. Is that also something you're already teaching your students? Like how to deal with organizations? We're fighting with it. Because it's, it's like, if you think of a, we describe a course as like, if you think of a container, there's two years and a certain amount of things you can put in. If you put something new in, you've got to take something out. And I'm really keen on keeping the core design competencies there. And maybe it's something that when they're finished they're ready to learn the next stages which is maybe the organizational bit maybe when they start working in in organizations cool another uh, theme i think we've seen a bit during this conference is the 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 very international nature of service design and the fact that service design is practiced differently in different countries does your course attract uh, international students it's mostly mostly Norwegian students because they go through the bachelor and then they move on to the master so, so we have a throughput that way and then we have maybe 30% come from abroad at the ma- at, they come in at the master level we have collaboration through I think it's called Erasmus with lots of different schools so they come through there and some find their own way specifically to the master course Okay, Is there something you would like to see as a change in the service design world according to uh, what you can do with uh, Education? Well, yeah, actually, we've been talking a lot about where is design in the service design. And I think our, our thoughts are that service design has many ways evolved from services, service management, the, the blueprint and the journey thinking. And um, I think there's still some core design things that are actually missing from service design. And that's what we have a couple of researchers looking at how design has evolved in through history and, uh, and there's bits missing in um, in service design we think yeah i fully agree with that yeah. oh cool cool <laughs> well, we'll see uh, i'm hoping that we can bring it up in the in the next sdn conference i'll try and push for a section on the core design skills uh, in service design yeah okay great thank okay. you so Thanks much a lot. for your insights and uh, yeah, with anybody interested uh, in in finding a course uh, go and check them out Great. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you. Hi there. We uh, ran into you during the Kingdom workshop. Uh, how did you enjoy the workshop? Hey, yeah, it was, uh, it was great fun. And uh, I, I like improving the ways that we can communicate. So this really fills a purpose, I think. It's the start of something. And uh, I'm really into storytelling now. And that's, I think that's a great way of working with to sort of introduce new people to uh, doing journeys together with us. And where are you from? I'm from Sweden, or uh, in Stockholm. <laughs> okay, what kind of company do you work for? Uh, I work at Screen Interaction as a service designer there. Okay. And what's your, what's your name? Uh, my name is Alexander Costa. Okay. Could you uh, imagine using, your su- using a kingdom uh, yourself in the company you work for? Yeah, sure. I think we, will, we bought a c- set of cards and we will uh, definitely bring it in for uh, some inspiration for us. Um, I really like the way of using analogies to explain things and using imagery to express emotions and uh, talk about activities and such. So I think that's a really interesting area to sort of go into. Great. I'm curious how you're using it uh, in the agency. Mm, Thanks. And uh, what were some of the highlights of the conference for you? 
I think it's uh, for me it's a great time to reflect, sort of listen in and see how people frame things and talk around things and we eventually we, we talk about a lot of similar things but we had different backgrounds and we put our own words on it so it's really interesting to for self-reflection and uh, communication. Was there something surprising for you? Something that you really didn't expect? That you heard? Um, well, yeah, I think so. Like, uh, I really like to talk about uh, different levels, like we with service design in perspective of systems and and culture and stuff. And I think that's really interesting in having that in mind when you work with services, also to sort of see where in what level is this sort of problem coming from. Okay, interesting. Okay, great. Thanks a lot and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. Um, we saw your talk yesterday about uh, how you applied service design in China and how you adapted it to adjust to your culture. Uh, it was really interesting to us and everybody I've spoken to so far. They referenced your talk as one of the highlights of the conference. Um, how are you enjoying the conference so far? I enjoy a lot. I enjoy the different perspective, just like what they think I'm fresh from the east angle. I enjoy to learn from the west. Yeah, uh, it's here the practice is way more mature than what we are practicing in China. Yeah. Is there something you think we as Western companies can learn from uh, the Chinese uh, culture and implementation of service design? can learn from our uh, failure practice in the past five years. We try to introduce uh, service design, but uh, the C-level people don't buy in. Uh, we have to get uh, to use their language and use what they are familiar, like Chinese philosophy, uh, the, the keywords that matters to their job the most. For example, strategy, leadership, culture, uh, and creativity, and then business result, data. Those things is uh, what the, the vocabulary in their box, right? So uh, I talk about uh, we can we can uh, impact your business from those perspective, and then service design follows. Everyone use journey map. Everyone use co-creation, persona, uh, the, uh, emotional mapping. Those kind of things we we use, but we, at the beginning we don't introduce as the way from the West. Yeah, so it's just a different angle, but uh, uh, after you gain the trust, then it's up to our professional team uh, to co-create with uh, our client. Yeah. So the, mm, the project I mentioned was so successful that at the beginning, the CEO introduced us to their, their team. Um, later, we gained so much trust from the bottom up they love us. And the CEO said, look, now they don't listen to me. They listen to you guys more. <laughs> so that's that's really encouraging. So you see the power of changing from the culture uh, rather than from technical service design. When you are when you change that, gain the trust, uh, uh, collaborate with their people, then you can make a bigger change from the organization. I think that's a, that's a really interesting uh, conclusion. Um, one thing I also noticed in uh, in your presentation, uh, there were the visualizations that were made of some of uh, the journey, some of the concepts. Um, it looked like yeah, there was a real artist involved in visualizing some of those concepts. Uh, what kind of a team did you work with to visualize that? Um. We have 30 people, multinational, uh, very diverse team uh, in Shanghai. That's uh, really a, a great honor to work with them. For that project particularly, we have an uh, urban planner, uh, service designer like her, was heavily involved, researcher, and also uh, a guy is uh, uh, good at prototyping and uh, illustration, uh, drawing. And uh, of course, we have uh, also uh, Western uh, service designer from Milan uh, as our full-time employee. So bring a totally fresh perspective. So we introduced the, the 5R, which is English. So that's a Western angle. And uh, our Chinese CEO love it so much. So it's really a combination. It's a bridge between West and East. 
that's my theme uh, about bridging east and west uh, in the service design practice. Yeah. And did you already meet a lot of other service designers in uh, your country? M not as much. Yeah. I wish so. Yeah. I want to hire people from from west to, to China. Do you, do you think that uh, that is interesting to hire people from West or would it be uh, more, would you like it more that people from uh, from Asia will learn about service design and they will uh, start working? Because I can imagine as a Western it's quite hard to understand the culture as well. Uh, it's really hard to have that balance. Our company used to have uh, like 10 nationality uh, speak a very different language and then we face Chinese client we, face, uh, we find uh, the culture uh, understanding and the language uh, is really important otherwise you don't get it the deeper meaning is not uh, just uh, uh, translator yes. yeah. uh, we have a translator uh, she's pretty junior she were blah 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 to the western designer and then oh, they, they thought they got it but really not so there is frustration there so now we are uh, balancing, balancing. Chinese, uh, what the Chinese are good at uh, is, uh, oh, what Western designers, uh, they are good at is Chinese, uh, complementary of Chinese. Yeah. And uh, for example, I find uh, the creativity from the Western designers is really, they have free mind and they sing a lot and they, they're really creative. The video I use is created by our Italian designer in two days. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm really uh, impressed. I give him the framework and uh, tell, tell him that what's my story, and uh, he come up with uh, uh, what how to how to arrange the whole whole thing. Uh, yeah, so everybody seems to like it. Yeah, it's yeah. about putting the people with the right skills from the right culture on the on the right job. Actually. Indeed, yeah. indeed. I want uh, to have more creative people from the West uh, yeah. to join us. That's a yeah. very interesting approach, I think. Yeah. And uh, what will you be bringing back from the conference back to China? Mm, today we already produced uh, a WeChat report. Uh, she worked really hard uh, uh, yesterday night, and uh, we put it, uh, a. You know, Chinese English is not so good. We have a very comprehensive uh, report, uh, news about uh, this conference. That's number one. And then number two, I, I learn a lot from the chapter meetings. They have, uh, I can borrow uh, other chapters practice like uh, SDN drink, SDN uh, sharing, and uh, also I, I just know uh, there is a free channel of SDN members. And uh, those things uh, probably, I, if I don't come, I don't have those information. I will bring it back and uh, think about how to promote SDN better. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, thanks a lot, and thanks again for your wonderful talk yesterday. Uh, I want to uh, highlight that that project is unfinished. Service design for the theme park is finished, and uh, the uh, planning is uh, is done. And then now we are building the park for real. Uh, so I am looking forward to share with your community more about uh, the final final result. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We're very interested in that. Yeah, we'd be happy to get in touch again. Yeah, great. Thanks. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you. So we're here with uh, Thomas. Thomas, what uh, what brings you to this conference? Um, this is this is for me the annual gathering of I I have to say family and friends in a way. Um, I've been with the conference and the services and network since 2009, and this is one of the most amazing um, events. I think for, for many, many people, just to get together, exchange, um, share ideas, share knowledge, not just in the presentations, but also in between in those little moments when you're going out. It's um, what I like most is probably the fact that it is a part, like in contrast to, say, Servdesk, which is very much academic uh, conference, this is very much practical, which also means if you meet a lot of these people and you become friends and you share war stories if you will you're actually sharing real insights and stuff that you usually don't hear that's not the stuff that you find in the press it's not only the shiny stuff the beautiful stuff it's also like you get to ask a question or two you make a contact it's like 
from live real projects. It's like, yeah. yeah, we've been looking into this. Like, what's your experience with that? And you yeah, get tips and tricks. That's very interesting. You can really go into depth in your conversations with the people here. We're also discussing that uh, this is like the first time in our lives that we met so many people that are doing the same as us. Normally, it's always like you have to introduce what you're doing and the conversations, they stay on a certain uh, yeah, level. You cannot Absolutely. really go into depth. Yeah. We've, been, we've been talking about this with a couple of people. It, it was interesting when, when this started out, um, service design was basically talking about tools, methods. I remember we were in Madeira in 2009 discussing how do we actually measure the impact we're having. Um, we, we're not having those discussions anymore. We, we have come to a level where it's not just service designers here, but I think most of the people here use the term service design in their everyday work, not necessarily in their title. Um, you have people from many, many organizations from different backgrounds, UX people, you have banking people, you have business consultants here. And I think that's what makes it really interesting and, and, and engaging is the diversity you get and the different insights. And also for, for me, the, the beauty is you can actually see the work that the Services and Network has put into this is actually paying off because it is spreading into different disciplines and into different areas in the market. And it, it is gaining um, acceptance and it is being adopted. Yeah. And yeah, that's very Yeah, beautiful. that's great to see. You just told us also that you're in the, the no, the German chapter, I, as I understood it well. I used to, yes? I used to run the German okay. chapter for the Services and Network for a while, yes. yes. Um, they've <laughs> been restarted now. Um, and uh, should be very exciting. Yeah, cool. You've been to uh, many of the previous uh, service design conferences. Is there anything in particular that really stands out for you in this edition? Very, very personally, for some reason, it feels like this year everybody's here. So everybody that you have somewhere on your mind is like, yeah, this person I've worked with and we've met at Servdes and this guy we've met at a jam and like and for some reason everybody's here this year um, might be the location might be I don't know what it is but it's it, this is very fun for me because you meet so many new friends and so many old friends it's, it's very great. Yeah, great and what do you do when you're not at service design conferences um, I run a service design agency in Munich uh, I teach service design and um, where do you teach service design? Uh, HFG in Schwäbisch Gmünd, which is near Stuttgart. Uh, I teach an undergrad um, course, service design, and a postgrad course, master's first semester, strategic management, and master's coaching course. Hey, that's very interesting. How do you uh, think service design is uh, changing the educational field? Because in Belgium, you don't really have service design uh, in the universities yet I think some small courses maybe but the changes in education we're seeing through service design are twofold I would say one is we're introducing tools to actually enable young designers then service designers to interact with business on a meaningful level that's that's the one thing um, on the other hand we are through that introducing design into business because the designers are more attractive to businesses. We're not just mm -hmm. pushing pixels anymore um, to use a very bad picture of designers, but um, we're actually demonstrating that we can create meaningful impact for business. We are running very hands-on courses in the university um, in cooperation with large organizations from very big industries. And um, there's awards with that and um, we are actually we actually win a lot of these awards through the approaches we're uh, we're teaching which on the one hand is great for the students and we are primarily the providers for the students because they're our customer basically yeah. so we're making sure they will have a meaningful job afterwards but on the other hand we are demonstrating that the people we're educating and we're putting out onto the market are useful for them, they can create more value, they can create more meaning for the customer as a brand, as a provider of services, as a partner in the problem they're trying to solve. Yeah. 
And does this course uh, only teach German students or does it attract an international audience? This is an international course. It, uh, it, is, um, it is taught in German, uh, but we have students from Korea, we have stu students from South America in the course, so yeah. yeah cool. And where can people find more information about this course? Uh, it's HFG uh, Schwäbisch Gmünd and uh, just Google the university. Yeah. It's in Munich, right? No, it's in Schwäbisch Gmünd. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never heard of that, uh, <laughs> that yeah, city. It's Hochschule für Gestaltung in Schwäbisch Gmünd, that's near Stuttgart. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot and enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we're standing here next to Sarah Schulman. Um, we saw a really interesting presentation from her about her project Kudos, which was also one of the nominees for the Service Design Awards. Uh, hi, Sarah. How are you enjoying the conference so far? Ah, it's always great to get introduced to new case studies and meet new friends. Yeah, your uh, project was really interesting. Could you just very briefly for our listeners describe uh, the project that you presented yesterday? Sure. So uh, we're from a, a social enterprise called In With Forward, and we embed ourselves inside of social service agencies who are actually delivering services for people living on the margins. Uh, and so the work that we did has been, it's an evolving piece of work over two years to try and rethink uh, the experience that uh, individuals, adults with a cognitive disability have and how to prevent them from actually coming in touch with the service system. So how do we build great informal networks of support in the community uh, and enable them to learn and grow and develop over time rather than just stagnate in a disability service. So kudos uh, is what emerged from uh, a couple of years of embedded ethnography, prototyping, and now implementation. And it's an adult learning platform. And so if you're an adult with a disability, you can log on to the online catalog. You see hundreds of different experiences offered each day by hosts, volunteers who are passionate about everything and anything. And uh, you can now sort of start to stitch together a day that involves being in contact with people that have interests like yours. I also remember from your talk that your background is in sociology, yes. so you didn't study design. I'm quite interested in that. How do you think uh, your skills as a sociologist uh, can help service design? Sure. So, yeah, it's true. I am. I feel a bit of an anomaly in a sea of, of designers. Um, you know, sociologists are interested in questions about behavior, human behavior, how do humans act in different contexts. Uh, and so I think that's something that we share with design. I think we have a lens that perhaps is more critical than designers are, and that's a lens I wish I had seen over the past couple of days, um, is there's not a lot of rigor to some of the research that I see here, and not a lot of questions about bias or reflexivity, or you know, uh, you know, are we actually producing services that will do harm for people in their life? Uh, you know, Profitability and customer service are one thing, but actually uh, in the area that we work in social services, it's not that simple, and so we have to ask pretty profound ethical and moral questions mm -hmm. um, and so I think a sociologist can bring that lens to it and, and I, I hope that there's more voice for that in, in subsequent years as service design matures. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That's also something I remembered from your talk that it, it's not enough to discover uh, what your clients or your target group wants but you have to think about the bigger picture. What do you want to achieve and what your uh, overall goals are for the world actually yeah yeah and actually that requires having a perspective and a set of values mm -hmm. that are contestable your values might not be my values but it requires making that explicit and for many people living on the margins whether you're homeless or you're suffering from a drug addiction or uh, you have a cognitive disability you're in a world that's often been designed by others the system wants you to behave in a certain way um, and sometimes the way that folks actually would like to live their life is at odds with how taxpayers and the dominant society believes that they should live their lives and actually those are the that's a really wicked social challenge those are the rubs that we actually have to work with and it's not simply about designing a nicer service it's actually like what's the point of that service yeah definitely yeah. and um, is there anything that you've seen or done during this conference that you will be taking with you back to kudos that will change the way you work 
Well, there's lots of, um, so in addition to kudos, uh, one of our ambitions is how do we build the capacity in the social services sector? So it's a sector that's just not very well resourced, that doesn't tend to have money for research and for development. Um, and so we're trying to bring that in. And um, so there's a lot of examples of where that's been done in the corporate sector or even the, the public sector. So how can we start to build that infrastructure, endemic teams within nonprofits that can use these methods? Um, so uh, we actually brought two of our nonprofit providers here. So like they're in this like weird world of design, and I think they're also um, feeling more comfortable that this is something that's happening in other sectors. How can we bring it into our sector? Cool. Right. Okay. Uh, it's really nice uh, getting to have a little chat with you. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference and uh, good luck. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, we're here in the coffee break with two lovely ladies. Could you please introduce yourself to our podcast? Uh, I'm Naoko, working for a design agency in Tokyo. I'm actually not a designer, I'm PR. But every time I come here, I get some inspirations. And I feel some differences every year. So I enjoy. Okay, great. Uh, my name is Sophie Knight. I'm a design re researcher at Standby, which is a design research agency for a service innovation in Amsterdam. Um, and it's my first time here at the Service Design Conference. I'm really enjoying it. It's really nice to see everyone else in the field, because I'm also new to the field. Um, so I'm getting lots of tips and inspiration. Yeah. What are some of the highlights from the conference so far? Highlights have been hearing the kind of in-field ethnographic reflections. So there was one about uh, microfinance in Jordan, which I really enjoyed, and also a discussion about redesigning government services in uh, United Arab Emirates, which gave some really interesting cultural insights on how you have to adapt service design thinking for the culture. Yes. The highlight for me is actually lunch. <laughs> I fully agree. <laughs> it's so Lance, good. This year it's best ever in this conference. So you guys did good job. Yeah, it's definitely part of the service of the conference, right? Yeah, they did that really life. well. <laughs> You've been to the service design conference several times before. How often have you been? I'm not sure, but I think my first conference was in San Francisco. It may be... 2011, so maybe fifth, fourth or fifth. Yes. And what has changed for you over the years? The mood. The mood, yes. Yeah. What do you mean? See, every time I'm here, it's getting more happier and happier. The first time I came here, people, uh, I, I felt people are struggling with how they communicate with business side people but now I feel they are getting on the same table and talking and discussing each other so service design people got some confidence in some way so yeah. I feel so yeah I can imagine that because the field is growing uh, that people feel more comfortable talking about uh, service design yeah. with each other mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, cool to hear. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We just ran into uh, Jesse Grimes again. Uh, we're nearing the end of the conference. Uh, how has it been going, Jesse? I think it's actually been fantastic. There's myself and a lot of people have put this on and have been thinking about it for the last eight, maybe nine months. And to see all that hard work come together and to see 650 people in the same room with the people we spoke to and chose on stage... Um, the theme we developed coming through in their talks, uh, I think that all has really come together fantastically. So it's, it's been, been a nice experience. Yeah. I think everybody we've been speaking to has been uh, overwhelmingly positive about this edition. What do you think is uh, special about this edition? What makes it different from the previous ones? Well, I guess in log logistical terms, purely the size. This is by far the biggest conference we've had. Um, and I think I, I, I've mentioned this before, but it's no longer is service design a discipline? Who are we? Why are we different? I think the stories nowadays are much more uh, where is the discipline going? What are its challenges? Who, who can do this work and, and what is it like to do that work? Um, who are people doing this in areas we've never expected it also? 
So I think it's, it shows the advancement of the field and not um, no longer the early days when we were a bit uncertain about who we were. Yeah. We uh, talked to another uh, service designer and she said what she liked is that everyone is so happy at this conference because they can all share their stories, whereas in the previous conferences people were sometimes even a little bit frustrated because they couldn't really uh, tell people what they were doing because they didn't have the right words, they didn't uh, find the people that were doing exactly the same. But in this conference you really feel like you're here with 600 people that you can just talk to and go into depth on the topic of service design. That's well, great. It, it sounds like a small point, but when we put together the structure for the conference, we made sure not to say, okay, there's going to be an hour for lunch because we want to get people back into the room. We recognize over years that the coffee breaks are important, that the lunch is important. I hope you guys were at the party last night. The party has become really a, a kind of a tradition for our conference and some people really, really enjoy it. So the networking aspect is, I think, one of the most valuable things that many people take away. Yeah. That, that came up with a few of these talks already. Uh, service designers are very curious people and really interested in others, and that yeah, affects how people uh, interact with each other. That's right, that's right, that's right. All right, well, the conference is about to continue. Uh, thanks, Jesse, uh, for a great conference, and uh, enjoy the, the last uh, talks of the day. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Thanks to you as well. The Service Design Podcast was brought to you by the Service Design Network and Night Moves. For more information, previous episodes, or to join the conversation, please visit servicedesignpodcast.com. For more information about the Service Design Network, visit service-design-network.org. And for Night Moves, visit nightmoves.be. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to this podcast. The intro and outro music is from If the Stars Grow Dim Tonight, by Hydrogen C featuring I Will I Swear. Until next time.